Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about how can we really help the planet, you know. If you are if you consider yourself a an eco-friendly person or if you want to help the planet in the future and you don't know how to start, then I think you are in the right podcast. Now, um you know that we have to take care of the planet because We see it every day on our social media and we're overloaded in information about the the climate change and things like that that are very important nowadays and are, uh, you know, a worldwide problem, right? And maybe you do some things to help the planet and to help the environment to, to make it healthier and a and a good place to live for future generations but the truth is that we are forgetting well ma- many people are forgetting a very very important aspect and we can do something that it's pretty simple to help to really help the planet but we do not do it we choose not to do it sometimes or some people choose not to do it because it entails a you know a maybe a hard journey or maybe discipline or changing your habits you know so if we are record friendly if we are conscious about what we're doing to our planet then we decide or then we we choose uh other alternatives for example to preserve the water which i think is great uh taking maybe short showers and, and don't taking baths not taking sorry baths um maybe you are helping the planet by bringing an eco-friendly bag to the grocery store which i think is great too but we you have to um take that into consideration and and search for information about um the eco-friendly bag that you're um buying because not all the eco-friendly bags are actually eco-friendly right that's a that's an important point maybe if you want me to talk about that in another episode i i'll try i'll try to to do it um other people are more um contribute to the planet by being more conscious about um their wastes you know and recycling or maybe sorting garbage for composting which i think that is amazing and if you can do some compost in your house if you have a if you have a green spaces in your house and you can do it and you like to you know have plants and things like that then composting is great you can even sell your your good good soil so um because well i can i can also do another episode about this but basically a good soil i don't know what it's it's called i don't know if there's a term to say that a soil can be good for your plants but if you do compost um you can have in a, in the long term maybe in in a few months or in a year you can have a good soil to for your plants and because because the earth warms and the um, 
I don't know how you say it, mushrooms, it's not mushrooms, um, you have the earthworms that help a lot in your compost or maybe you have fungi that decompose your um, waste to make it basically soil in the long term. What I want to tell you about this is that there are many, many ways in which you can help the planet and make a planet a, ver a better um, way to live, right? A better place to live, sorry. Um, but there is one thing that people don't know about this, um, these things, about being conscious and these alternatives. And it's the fact that the livestock industry is very damaging to our planet. And I am not, by no means I'm telling you that you have to go veggie or you have to go vegan because I know that it, that is hard and it takes, you know, it takes a lot of effort. At least for me, it took a lot of effort to do it. But I want you to be conscious and to open your eyes because we have our eyes pretty close nowadays and yes i want to talk about the livestock industry which is basically the meat industry maybe the dairy industry and the egg industry too right so yes i i'm going to tell you um a little about my personal experience with this and then i'm going to tell you how what i what i have to say about this okay so first of all i'm going to tell you my experience okay last year i um well i started doing a research about this livestock industry and things like that and then i realized that um what i was what i'm going to to tell you right now right i realized that the, the 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 meat industry is very damaging not only for our um our animals but, um cows horses chickens fish and stuff like that but also it is very damaging as i said before for the planet okay so i realized and I discovered that I was doing a bad thing but by eating meat or by eating that much meat that I was uh, eating at that moment. So I went vegetarian. Um, I went veggie. Um, veg veggie is not the same as being, being vegan, right? Veggie is vegetarian and vegan is vegan, right? Vegetarian is people that don't eat meat and vegan is people that don't eat honey, meat, eggs, dairy and cheese. Everything that was from that came from an animal, well, they don't eat it, okay? And they don't use it or buy it or anything. When there's an animal exploitation behind a the product, they prefer not to do to to buy it or to consume it right so these are the vegan people um a lot of people think that being vegan is a bit extreme 
But I think that it requires a level of discipline and a level of commitment. But it's not ex as extreme as killing a cow, right? As cutting the throat of a cow, right? That is extreme. Being vegan is not extreme at all when you compare it. It just takes a lot of yourself, a lot of um, effort, um, changing your habits and your your you know your eating habits and things like that. But you can do it. You can do it, and it's going to be healthier, not only for the planet but also for you and for the animals because you are not killing um, cows basically. Okay, so I went vegan. Sorry, I went vegetarian for, let's say, I, I went vegetarian for five months, I think. And it was pretty good. I survived. It was great. At first, I was very, very, um, let's say that I was um, craving for meat. I used to see people eating meat and I was like, oh my gosh, I want that meat. But no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I was forcing myself to keep doing that diet, to go on eating what I had to eat. And that is everything but meat. Um, so it takes uh, self-control and discipline, right? Then as weeks passed on, I didn't have that crave that yeah that craving anymore it is hard because I sometimes I saw um, I don't know a, a food that I liked before be becoming a vegetarian and I saw that food and I saw people eating that food and it was, I was like I need just a taste of that to feel happy and that is how I started being flexitarian because I couldn't control myself to not eat meat which I think I am pretty embarrassed to tell you this because I wish I was flexitarian or vegetarian now which is it, it's not the case right now but yeah I um started to crave for those things and say, okay, I need just a little bit of that. So I started incorporating meat again in my life, but I was just eating meat, let's say, three or twice a week, not more than that, three times or twice a week, not more than that. And I was pretty good and I felt pretty good with myself and the amount of meat that I used to eat was very, very you know, reduced. So I was good. I, I felt that I was aligned with my ethics, right? But what happened later? Coronavirus and stuff. Nowadays, I eat meat almost daily, unfortunately. And I am ashamed to say that I, eat, I do eat meat. Um, but yeah, I, I, I said to myself that as soon as this thing um, is over, I'm going to be vegetarian again, or at least flexitarian, and to make a transition to vegetarianism. And then if I can do it, then will be an, a great achievement for me. And then I will start being vegan because I like it, because it's healthy, as I said before, and because I think that everyone should do it, okay? 
Now, having told you my experience, I'm going to talk to tell you about the consequences that um uh eating meat has in the planet, right? The impact of these meat industries. All right? So, um now let's first talk about the climate change. You know that the climate change is is mainly produced by carbon dioxide in the atmosphere which makes it like a let's say like a dome which makes a, a, a layer a layer that covers the earth and what this layer does is that the the heat that comes from the sun is not able to come back to the to go back to the space because that's the natural process that that the earth has to do you know the surface of the planet um, makes this heat bounce and go back to the to the space right but with this layer of um, gases among them the carbon dioxide um it's hard to make the heat you know go back to the to the space so we're in a sort of um in a sort of um uh greenhouse that is why they are called the greenhouse missions right because we're um we're trapped we're trapped into a it's not hermetic but it's not as porous or permeable as it should be, right? And we're trapped into that. The earth has become a greenhouse in some places more than in others, but it is a greenhouse, let's say. But here is a curious fact. We have talked about the, the carbon dioxide um, as the responsible of this greenhouse um, of this climate change, but here is a curious thing. There are two gases that are worse than the, the carbon dioxide. One is the methane and the other one is the nitrous oxide. These gases are released from the meat industry. In fact, cows are responsible of producing a lot of methane and that contributes a lot to the climate change so much that it's almost equal to all the planes ships and cars in the world and you know the planes are very very damaging to our planet so it is worse or equal you know the damage so when you feel a lot of heat, when you feel a lot of, um, when you say, oh my gosh, this day is getting so hot. Well, blame people that eat meat. Not trying to, to be harsh or be annoying, but you know that um, they're responsible of that and the meat industry is terrible, right? But this is not the only thing that we have to take into account. There's a few things that you have to take into account for um, knowing that uh, the meat industry is a very bad problem and, and an important one. 
So um, the, other, the other problem and the other responsibility that the meat industry has is deforestation. Yay. Okay. What about deforestation? When you have to have uh, your cattle, uh, when the meat industry has to, um, to, to produce cattle and things like that, they have to deforestate. And the meat industry actually loves the Amazon forest to do this. But this is not, well, this is a, a bad thing because you're not only killing cows when you eat meat, but you are also killing other species that live, that used to live in the Amazon rainforest or in other parts of the, of the, of the world, right? So when you see forests being deforested, then you can blame, you can totally blame the meat industry. Why? Because the deforestation, the percentage that the meat industry um, is responsible of in when it comes to deforestation of, of the forests is the 75% of the total. So we're basically losing our green places of the world because of cattle and because of our, you know, the pleasure that entails eating meat, you know? Okay, now, uh, what is the consequence of this? There are a lot of consequences, as I said before, but we are losing biodiversity. When we see that a, an animal is being extinguished or is in danger, um, then it's a way of saying that we're killing that animal in order to eat meat. Because when they deforestate the, the forests and the, the Amazon rainforest, then they're killing many animals by burning their houses, burning them, burning their bodies. And basically they, they, they stay there with no food, with no home. And those are the ones who survive because there are many others that basically do not survive to the, to, to the deforestation, right? So yes, we're losing biodiversity because of that. But now you would say that the production of soy is very damaging to the planet too. Well, yes, it may be, but the worldwide production of soy has been impulsed by the demand of feeds. That's food that you give to cattle, basically. So the production of soy is mainly um, oriented to the cattle, to feed the cattle, right? So it's not a valid argument against it. And finally, because I don't want to make it very extensive, I'm going to talk about water because water is not safe uh, here either. Um, basically, when you, um, when you buy a product, when you consume something, um, in, in this case, we're talking about food. When you consume um, 
a product, then you are um, wasting a lot of water, right? Maybe you do not know, know it because you're not aware of it when you eat. You just buy a, a steak, you put it on the oven or the grill and that's it. But there's a thing that is called water footprint. And now I'm going to read to you uh, what uh, the water footprint is basically. So what is a water footprint? And I'm, I'm taking this information uh, from a web page that is called waterfootprint.org. Okay, so it's very, um, let's say, reliable. It's pretty reliable. Okay, so what is the water footprint? The water footprint measures the amount of water used to produce each of the goods and services we use. It can be measured for a single process, such as growing rice, for a product such as a pair of jeans, for the fuel we put it in our car, for, or for an entire multinational company. So basically the water footprint is a measure of humanity's appropriation of fresh water in volumes of water consumed and or polluted, okay? So, according to the food we're eating, um, there's going to be more or less water footprint of this uh, food that we are consuming, right? And guess what? Meat has a water footprint of, let's be specific, 15,415 liters of water for each kilogram. Okay, that's a lot. Okay, for each, I'm going to repeat it so you can, you know, process this information. For each kilogram of meat, cattle meat, you require 15,415 liters of water. That's insane. Okay, so if you don't eat meat, it's like not taking showers for like three months. That's a lot. So after seeing this information, after listening to this, uh, I would consider leaving, um, you know, quitting meat uh, because it's amazing the, how, how this information is like, let's say, hidden. And you see, for example, you see signs on the streets about a, um, a chicken, uh, a chicken being very happy and, and you know that, that you can buy chicken there, but you cannot uh, buy the, the, the chicken being alive, right? <laughs> you, you, you buy the parts of, of the chicken's body, so uh, the chicken shouldn't be very happy, right? So there are techniques that uh, these industries use for us to believe that this is not that terrible when it actually is that terrible. Um, and yes, I made a, a report about all these research that I did 
but there's no way I can show you about it because I only have it on my drive, but I have all the the um, bibliography and well in the bibliography I have the waterfootprint.org I have among others right I have for example let's see a page that is called oecd.org um I have the the um, organization of the United Nations um and another one that is called spanishrevolution.org among others right because i also have the world health organization um to say that um that uh, meat is is um carcinogenic which is another thing that we uh don't discuss mm? we didn't discuss now and I have another website that is called Redalic, Redalic with a Y instead of an I, dot org. And I think that's all for today. I hope you guys, I hope you guys liked this episode. I, as you can see, I'm trying to to recall the episode in a more spontaneous way not just reading and reading and reading because i want to give this flow which i think it's it's not happening sometimes but i want to, you to you know to have fun um listening to the podcast and not uh you know when when i read i realize that i sometimes don't um make that emphasis in the words that I have to make emphasis so it's a bit in like recorded in a monotone and I don't want that so I'm trying not to read all the time right and I hope that um, I improve one day Um, yeah I, I'm I'm pretty hopeful that this will um, be uh, productive in the future right so yes, I have to say goodbye now because we are in the minute 26 now. So yes, I hope you guys liked it. Consider being veggie or vegan and um, see you on the next episode. Bye bye.